0: Amen. It's so good to see everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you what, my heart just smiled whenever I came back from the back and I saw all these faces in here. Amen. The Lord is good this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I am not. I don't have a text this morning because I've got several different scriptures that I want to read. So uh, before we get into the Word of God, we're all going to just stand up. I don't mean for this to be a popcorn service, but just stand up. Amen. Have y'all ever heard that terminology, popcorn service? Pop up, pop down, pop up. Amen. Well, if you don't mind this morning, let's just all join together in corporate prayer. Amen. Those of you who will stretch your hand this way. Amen. Pray over me in this service that the Lord would just have His way. Gracious Heavenly Father, God, I know this morning that I am nothing, God, but I pray that you would just come down this morning, God, and let your word ring true, God, and let it pierce our hearts. Oh, God, break us down, God, Jesus. God, whenever we leave out of this place, God, let us be built back up in your image. God, for we are a people that's not made in the image of the world, but we are made in the image of God Almighty. God, and I pray, let that image, God, radiate from our our inner beings. God, move, God, in every part of this service from beginning to end. God, and we're so careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So this morning I want to talk to everybody just a little bit. I'm not going to keep you very long, but as I begin to pray and meditate on this morning's service, one of the things, the, the, the word that came to my mind was encouragement. Amen. That's a good of- Amen. <laughs> encouragement. We are so used to sometimes wallowing and living in our sorrow and defeat that we can't move past that place to be encouraged in the Lord. And I want to talk to us just a little. Listen to me. We are in a place this morning, whether you realize it or not, that we are in the best place to leave here encouraged. Amen. It doesn't matter what happens from this point forward and what has happened from this point behind us. God is with us. He said he'd be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We have a reason this morning to be encouraged in the Lord. And I want to read some scriptures. We're going to start in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, and the verse 38. <clears throat> you don't have to turn there if you don't want to. I'm going to be jumping around a little bit. But Deuteronomy, chapter 1, verse 38. The Bible says, amen, but Joshua... The son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither. Encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Amen. So I want to put this into perspective. God is talking to Moses. And Moses is the leader of Israel. And he looks at the leader of Israel and he says, Moses, you encourage Joshua. Amen. Y'all bear with me this morning. One of the first things that needs to happen, amen, in our church is you older ones encourage the younger ones. Because one day it's the younger ones that's going to inherit the house of God. You're not gonna be here forever, and we've got to raise up a generation that knows the spirit of God. If you go back to the beginning of this, you will find that Joshua was always with Moses. Wherever Moses went, Joshua was there. There was one time in this—I uh, don't—I think it was in Deuteronomy. Israel had sinned amen and Moses went into the tabernacle, they moved the, the tabernacle was supposed to be in the center of the camp and they had to move the tabernacle on the outside of the camp because there was sin in the camp. So they're outside, everybody was standing in their tents and Moses went in that tabernacle. And he, the Bible says that he talked to God like he was a man and the, the cloud filled that tabernacle and the glory was in there. And Moses walked out, but the Bible says, Joshua tarried. Joshua stayed in that place. Joshua was up. He went as far as he could go up that mountain. Whenever Moses wrote the Ten Commandments and the law that God gave him, Joshua was always there. And Moses was always encouraging Joshua. It is so important for the leaders. Amen. Now Moses was a leader of the congregation of Israel, which represents the church. It is important for the leaders to encourage, amen, everybody else in church. You hear me? That is extremely biblical. Amen. And you see it played out, amen, through the Sunday school team, not just the preacher, but the Sunday school teachers, the deacons, the, the singers, all of the leaders of the church should be and not only that the older ones should be encouraging the younger ones amen so that they can see the glory of the lord and be encouraged in the lord we've stopped encouraging one another amen and i know that that's not something that we think about quite often but a, just a little bit of encouragement will go a long 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 way Amen. Whenever I was a young and growing up I learned how to play the piano. Oh, I gotta praise Amen. Praise God. The other night, my six-year-old played Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star without even music on the thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're gonna get, I'm gonna get a piano player somehow out of my family. Amen. Praise the Lord. But you know, whenever I was growing up and I learned how to play the piano, I started playing the music for the altar service. My my aunt, she was a spiritual leader in the church. She came to me. She said, DJ, you need to pray at home more than you've ever prayed in your life. And I said, why? She said, because everybody else in the church gets to get in, in the altars, but you won't. And I never thought about that until she hit me with that. Amen. But there she was encouraging me because she knew that there was gonna be a time in my life where I needed and, and I had a duty to fulfill. Right? And sometimes we get so caught up with our duties that we forget that there are people that need encouraging. We get so caught up in our work and our knowledge and all the things. I got to do this and I got to do that. Amen. All of the things. Y'all got a business meeting. Amen. In just a little while. I'm not holding you long. I'm about to finish preaching and leave. Y'all got a business meeting. Amen. I would, I wish, I don't know if this has happened. It should be encouraging. Amen. You should be encouraging one another. It is against the word of God to tear one another down. In the church, we are to edify one another according to this book and the leaders should be the main ones that's edifying the church and lifting each other up. We're not going to be discouraged. We're going to be encouraged today. I refuse to let the enemy, amen, take what God's wanting to be for good and turn it into something bad whenever God's already won the war. God's already won the war. He's already won the fight. His word is yea and amen. And I challenge anybody to stand against his word cuz you will lose whenever it comes to this book. Amen. You will lose. Amen. But this morning I come to tell you that we've got some Amen. somebody that needs to be encouraged. And we're going to encourage one another. Amen. And the leaders, I commission you, encourage. Amen, everybody. Encourage the ones that look discouraged. Amen. That is your duty. Without Moses encouraging Joshua, Israel would not have had a leader. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm going to get happy before that's over with Joshua, amen, whenever God called Joshua, you know what he did? He called Joshua to the side and he looked at Joshua and he said, Joshua, you take your shoes off for the place that you're standing is holy ground. Wait a minute, I thought that was Moses. It was Moses too. And I can just see Joshua. Y'all just don't know. Amen. I can just see Joshua. I might take my shoes off this one. I can just see Joshua because I can hear him in his head thinking, Moses told me about this. Moses encouraged me with the Word of God. Moses sent me down and told me what it was like whenever the Spirit of God spoke out of that burning bush and said, take your shoes off for the place that you're standing is holy ground. I remember this. But I'm not just hearing about it today. I'm getting to experience it today. Amen. Moses, Joshua had only heard about this story, but not today. Today, amen, Joshua got to take his shoes off. Amen. Today, it wasn't just a story. It was an experience with the glory of God, with the holiness of God. And let me tell you something. Whenever you come in contact with the holiness of God, it reveals how unholy you are. Yeah. And Joshua fell down, amen, before that man, amen, before God and said, What do you want me to do? Amen. And God said, You go down to the River Jordan. And once again, amen, I can, he can hear Moses' words in his head. And whenever they, the priests, amen, take that ark and they step, that first step into that Jordan River to go across, what happened? The same thing that happened with Moses. The water parted. And now no longer, isn't it just, is it just an encouraging word? Whenever the leaders encourage the younger ones and the other ones in the church, it moves from being an encouraging story to an experience in God. It's not just a story anymore. And now all of a sudden it's an experience. And Joshua is remembering all the times that Moses, I can till this day still hear my dad's words in my head. The different advice that he gave me. I can still remember the different pastors. Amen. The words of encouragement yeah. that they have given me. Brother Kevin, he Kevin Lucker used to. Come, we, we'd be working and he'd stop by and he'd say, hey, "Amen." It's hard to fly with the eagles whenever you're working around a bunch of buzzards. Yeah amen praise the lord I know that might not have any significance but I've thought about that a couple of times I've thought about lord I'm trying to get way up here and I'm surrounding myself with everything that's keeping me way down here where did that come from that came from somebody that loved me that was a leader in the church is this all right this morning amen Is this all right? We have got to encourage that next generation. Amen. Now, moving on just a little bit. We're going to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag, on the third day, "...that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, and had smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city. Behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives." Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stone in him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. That's a good word this morning. If you've ever had a good word, that's a good word. And David said unto Abathar, amen, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod, and Abhibathar, amen, brought hither the ephod, Ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord. Let me tell you something. Sometimes the leadership ain't got it. Amen. Y'all, I'm not picking on the leadership of the church. But what I'm saying is sometimes the preacher ain't got it. I preach dud messages sometimes, if you can believe that or not. Amen. I'm human just like everybody else is human. Amen. Sometimes, Brother Gary, there ain't nobody to come around and encourage you. Sometimes you're all by yourself. But David said he encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes I can't get to you, Brother Spencer, but I'm telling you now, you can encourage yourself in God. The Bible says in the Lord his God amen he encouraged himself amen now David was in a place like he'd never been in before brother Tommy because he even whenever Israel turned his back on him he always had his mighty men he always had his friends that were right there but now David is in a place that he's never been he's 150% by himself even his own mighty men I love the mighty men. One day I'm going to get to preach a message on the mighty men. And the mighty men of David, they were were hiding out, hiding from Saul. And David said, or it might have been fighting the Philistines, I don't remember. But David said, oh, if I just had a drink of water from that well... Amen, my forefathers. And the two mighty men of David got together that night and fought through a whole garrison, amen, of an enemy army just to get their king a glass of water. Amen. These men were loyal. Oh, would to God that I was that loyal to my king. <laughs> amen. Come on now. Amen. we got to be beat overhead. Amen. God's got to literally send an angel down for us to do anything. And all David says, oh, I just wish I had this. And his men were so loyal and so faithful to him that he didn't even have to ask for it. They just fought through an army just to get their king a glass of water oh would to God I was that faithful to the king amen praise the Lord and here David is for the first time he don't have his companions they are ready to kill him he is all alone his wives have been taken his children have been taken the city that they've been living in is burning to the ground everything around him is nothing but destruction I'm here to tell you that's the best time to be encouraged. He is encouraging himself in the middle of destruction. There is, amen, nothing but fire and smoke around this man. And David said, I'm going to encourage myself. I'm not going to say that that's an easy thing to do. That ain't easy to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, okay, amen, I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. But sometimes you don't have a choice but to get up and encourage yourself. Not, not in yourself, but encourage yourself in God. I remember this one particular time. This was before me and Ashley was married. I think we were engaged though. I was living in that trailer in Strangford. And I was, ooh, I was defeated. Have y'all ever been defeated? Amen. I was defeated. I didn't feel like I was saved. I felt like complete trash. Whenever that happens to you, the first thing that you should do is find a prayer closet. (laughs) grab your Bible and go to the prayer closet. I promise you, you'll feel better whenever you come out. I sat down on my couch, and I opened that Bible, not having a single clue where to read. I said, you just can't go wrong with the Gospels. And I remember sitting on the couch that day, and I read the story of the cross. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. and Whenever I got through reading those things, Brother Bobby, I felt saved again. Because the message of the cross had encouraged me. There wasn't anybody else around, but I had the Word of God. And I had the Spirit of God to encourage my life even whenever everything else was going down around me and look at what David did that (laughs) everybody was getting ready to kill King David and you know what he does he goes to the preacher and he says bring me the ephod Uh amen you know what we want to do a lot of times we want to catch the stones and throw them back don't we? Amen. David wasn't worried about the stones. He was worried about the will of God. And he stopped everything and he said, bring me the ephod. They used to use that ephod to determine what the will of God was. And they brought that ephod up there and the priest and they began to pray and he said, God, should I go after him?" Here's a man that lost everything, but he says, Lord, should I go after him? And God spoke to him and he said, yeah, you go get him and you're going to get everything you've lost back. Now David could have stayed discouraged and he would have lost everything. But because he encouraged himself in God, he was restored. Somebody else said that word. I think it was Mary Cummins said the word restoration this morning. I was praying about that over my life on the way here this morning. Amen. I was thinking, God, restore me. Restore the joy of my salvation. God is a restoration God. He can restore this church. He can restore your family. He can restore your life. He can restore your peace. He can restore, amen, your healing. Amen. He can restore you. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God that is able, amen, and willing to do more than anything that we could ask or even think. We serve a mighty big God. And He don't want to see His children walking around discouraged. Amen. I'm not telling you to be boastful, but I'm telling you this morning, we're going to leave here encouraged by the Word of God. I refuse to be discouraged this morning because that's exactly what the devil wants. Is for us to be discouraged. Amen. And David and his men, they went and they chased after that army and they got back everything that they had lost. The devil has stolen something from you and I'm here to tell you that you don't have to take it. Amen. That is good. Come on now. You do not have to let the devil run off with your peace of mind. You can go get it back. You don't have to let the devil run off with your prayer life. You can go get it back. You don't have to let the devil run off, amen, with your sanity. You can go get it back. You can get that thing back. The devil ain't got no power over the blood of Jesus. Amen. There's a choir song that I like to listen to. It says, I just want to tell you, remind you, Satan, you can't cross the bloodline. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. He cannot cross the bloodline. He, amen. God is forever faithful. Amen. God is faithful to his people. He is faithful to us even whenever we are not faithful. He is faithful. And he told David, he said, You go get your stuff back. And whenever they left there, they was not discouraged anymore. Now get this. They still hadn't got their stuff back. But they were no longer discouraged. That is good, ain't it? They, they were not restored yet. But they were encouraged because they had hope. And what brought them hope? The Word of God. I'm not going to be able to bring you hope this morning. But I got a book up here made up of 66 books. Amen. That's got good things in it from Genesis to Revelation. And all I got to do is just read you a little bit of it. And if you won't let that thing penetrate your heart, I'm sorry. Amen. But I'm going to take every word of it. Amen. Every jot and every tittle. I want this book living on the inside of me. Hey, come on. I want this book living on the inside of me. Because it is full of encouragement. Amen. Praise the Lord. I got another scripture. The Bible says go to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Start reading with verse 19. There's a lot in these couple of verses. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our body washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is faithful that promised. I like those little side notes. And He says, Verse 24 and 25 is where I want to focus. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Now, We've got the leaders and told the leaders of the church, you need to be encouraging people. And then I turned around and said, you need to encourage yourself. But now it's time for us to encourage one another. Whether you're a leader or a layman. Whether you're a prophet or a prayer warrior. The Bible is very, very, very clear here in Hebrews. He says, you provoke one another to good works. Amen. I was plumb ashamed of myself yesterday. Amen. You want to know why? (laughs) Amen. Because this man right here, Brother Terry and Brother Clyde and Brother Harold, worked circles around me. (laughs) amen praise the lord amen and sister carol and mary did too they did they worked circles around me and i was so i was so envious one of those teens they picked up one of those big box of ceiling tiles amen i was thinking uh uh-uh (laughs) no sir, I can only get one side of it, amen, I need help, I need encouragement, amen, praise the Lord, I was envying that youth, amen, but let me tell you something this morning, amen, I would look up at them working, I think, I got to keep on going, I know that sounds just basic and silly. Amen. But isn't that what it's supposed to be? You might not even have to say anything. Amen. Sometimes all it takes is somebody just to keep working. And then they see the other people working. And they're encouraged to keep working in the faith. He says in this group of scriptures, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. You keep on working and encourage one another. I tell you what, it's encouraging. It's encouraging me. And I mean this with every single ounce of my being. Whenever I see somebody walk through that back door, it's encouraging to me. Just to see you sitting on the pew this morning means the whole world to me. Amen. Because I look at all of the potential that God has for this church and I see what God can do. Amen. And will do through His power if we are faithful, amen, to keep it. But I'm telling you, we are in danger of discouragement if we refuse to encourage one another in the Lord. And God's made it easy on us He created Alexander Graham Bell that gave us the telephone. Come on now. Gave him the knowledge. I can call you and don't even have to see you. You don't have to see me either. Amen. We can encourage one another. And not only should we... It is is a requirement. In the book, we should... Thessalonians says, encourage one another, or, 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 or uh, encourage one another with these words. Talking about we're going home. Mm. Comfort one another with these words. That's the word I was like. Comfort one another with these words. Encourage one another. I look at this young man sitting on the pew, and I get so encouraged. Whenever I see those twins come back in this train, I get so encouraged. Yeah. They ain't even got to do anything. They just show up and I'm all, amen, jumping for joy. Amen. We should be encouraging yes. one another yes. in the Lord. I ain't got time for the naysayers. Come on. I ain't got time for the discouragement. Because I got a kingdom to build. Yes. Amen. I got, I got a work to do. You know... I, One day I'm going to get to preach on Nehemiah here, Lord willing. Nehemiah, whenever those enemies, uh, Ballot and Tobiah, whenever (laughs) they sent those letters to Nehemiah and they told him to come off that wall, he said, I ain't coming down. I got work to do. If we get busy about the Father's business, we wouldn't have time to worry about what the devil's doing because we'd be working for God. Amen. If we just get busy doing the work that God has commissioned us to do, all these others, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and His righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. Comfort one another. Encourage one another. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I love these scriptures. And this is my encouraging word this morning. This is what I want to use. This scripture is what I want to use to encourage you this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. Amen. <laughs> to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side yet not distressed. Woo glory! He says, we are perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. I may be down, but I'm not out. Hurt, but have no fear, I'll get up from here. You may see my battle scars, my wounds and a broken heart, but it's not the end at all. I'm going to rise above the fall. I want to encourage you this morning. Just because you don't have to be discouraged. I can't stand to see a defeated Christian because <laughs> we are victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. Not to say we don't stumble and we don't fall and we don't have our valleys and mountaintops. We all go up and down. Such, Amen. That's biblical too. The Bible says, Amen. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up His wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You're not going to fly high all the time. Sometimes you've got to run. Sometimes you've got to walk. And in my case, sometimes you've got to crawl. Cast down, but not destroyed. Persecuted, but I'm not forsaken. A friend that sticks closer than a brother. He has never, ever, not one millisecond, not one heartbeat, not one moment in time has God ever left me. Even whenever I have run in the opposite direction, he has never left my side. And I'm so encouraged this morning because of the word of God. Stand up all over the building. <clears throat> i just i tell you what i just want to sing that little kid song that says put a smile on your face put a smile on your face don't let mr frown come away around push him far away tell him you can't stay amen put a smile on your face right now because i'm smiling in the lord this morning he looked at his disciples he said rejoice not that you have the the power to cast out demons. He said, but rather rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. We have a Savior that loved us enough to die on a cross, amen, and loved us enough not to stay dead, but to rise again on the third day, and then loved us even more not to stay here, but ascend to God God the Father that His Spirit might come back and dwell among men. And He lives in us, and He loves us, and cares about us. And I have a reason to be happy this morning. I have a reason. To smile even in the middle of the destruction. I'm going to tell you one more thing. The Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. One of those things is joy. (laughs) You know the difference between joy and happiness? One of them is an emotion and the other one is a product of the Spirit of God. Happiness comes and goes in an instant. But nobody can take your joy. Happiness, I tell you what, my mood can change on a dime. Just ask my wife. Amen. Praise Lord. My mood can change in a, in a second. Amen. But my joy... That wasn't given to me by anything or anybody. That was given to me by God... And that's why we can smile in the middle of persecution and laugh in the face of destruction. I've seen my mama, amen, in the altars knowing good and well that she'd be going through. And her hands were, amen, as high as she can get. And she would be laughing in the spirit of God. Why? Because it didn't matter what was going on around her. What mattered was what was going on on the inside of her. It don't matter what's going on around you. What matters is what's going on in you. Amen. And whenever you let that spirit get in you, then it's going to affect the things outside of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We serve a good God. So, amen. This morning, before we dismiss, before anything like that, you say, Brother DJ... I came in discouraged, but I don't want to leave that way. Amen. Will you just raise your hand up? Yeah. Yeah. Lord. Lord. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to leave that way. You don't have to leave out of here discouraged. My pastor used to tell me all the time, he said, I've never seen anybody get saved during a business meeting. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> But I'm here to tell y'all something. Y'all listen to me. I know this is me overstepping my boundaries just a little bit. You don't even have to leave the business meeting discouraged. Because regardless of what's going on around you, there is a Heavenly Father working in you. And that's who I serve this morning. And that's who my trust is in this morning. Is the God that's working in me.